previously on Follow the Leader. Today we're playing Anyone Can Wear the Mask by Jeff Stormer. For those of you who are new to this game, well, how about we let Jeff tell you? Anyone Can Wear the Mask is a role-playing game for one to three players about a superhero, a supervillain, and the city that they share. Throughout play, you record the adventures of a great hero as they defend their city, they stand up to those in power, and eventually confront a terrible nemesis. You'll draw maps, roll dice, pull cards from a deck, and make a living record of the city, its people, and the person chosen to defend them. Given that the 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 sort of like tonal the, the reference points that we have been talking about, I think somewhere between a bustling borough and like a metropolis, like a modestly to largely sized city, I I like it being large enough that it is you know uh, whiz bang for lack of a better way to put it. It's got a skyline. It's got a skyline, but it's not so much that it is like globally important. It is an old enough town that the founders of that community can see what it has become and have opinions on it. I hit on the notion of how darkness and shadows are always seen as a really negative thing and tend to have that association. And I really liked the idea of somebody whose power set is based around working from the shadows and darkness. Uh, pronouns she, they. Hero alias is Nyx, N-Y-X. I think um, uh, Vantage Technologies is, you know, they're being part of the dynasty of the city. They are like, oh, well, you know, we've got our, we've got enormous grants that we've given to the police and the fire department and, and uh, just the city's uh, emergency services. And so they're like, constantly coming up with with new ways to um kind of leverage that influence asher sees them coming goes oh shit um and climbs <laughs> on top of the pergola to continue his sermon um just because they can't swing their hit him with a bat from there um he's like oh yes i need to tell the whole world and look at these these people listen i understand that you're your jaws are sore from cycling at the teeth of capital. How about you, how about you fly your little wings down here and we have a conversation, huh? Huh? See, the problem is you're not going to be conversing in good faith, and I just think it's better for me, uh, my soul, my chi, for me to, to hey, cut, I, cut. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be talking in all good faith. My baseball bat might not, but I'm, I'm approaching this in good faith. All right. Uh, thinkers i think these people we need to cut toxic people out of our lives um let's start with them uh a couple of of the free thought collective people pull out knives we now return to your game already in progress
great. Good. Um, and I think this this I think this might be the moment that we roll dice. I think this is when we find out how uh the hero how effectively Nyx is able to disarm and say and stop this situation and save the people that are in danger. Alrighty. Yes. Which is kind of everyone in the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so here's how this works. Um Zach, you are going to roll a number you roll a number of dice based on the suit. And it is based on the hero's comfort level, like how at their in their element the hero is. So roll three d six and then take the highest result. righty. because this is an exact match. So the hero, so Nix is in their element. She is in control of the situation. You've got this. So the villain rolls three dice and tells you uh, the high result. I got a six. Six. Okay, Nix. You push past your limits and become something greater than yourself. How do you inspire the people? You're going to take a point of inspiration as you save the day. I'll describe what that means in a moment. What is your big hero moment as all of this goes down? Hmm. What time of day do we picture this happening at? Uh, I was imagining it during the daytime. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. no, that's cool. 1 p.m. All right. I think as this group is swarming uh, around the pergola and there's this, this great mass of bodies where the sun is high above them, the shadow of this mass of people stretches out behind them, um, enveloping around. Um, it's not a tree. Uh, I think it's like a street light that um, somebody is like bedecked to look more like a tree. Uh, for the park vibes. Mm-hmm. And as the shadow of this crowd stretches along the ground and meets the shadow of this street lamp, Nyx just sort of steps out from behind it. Um, shouldn't be able to walk out. Like, it's a very thin street lamp. A little bit like Looney Tunes-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, but into this patch of shadow... And I think immediately just sort of clocks what exactly is happening. And in a blink of an eye, does nobody even notices her straight away. Maybe somebody in that mass of people does. And then she just appears in the middle of the crowd and just pushes everybody apart as this sort of like bubble of shadow blooms around her and shoves everybody out. And it's big like, okay, time out, children. And just like sends everybody skittering outwards and then are held back and away from each other. Big like mum holding two kids mm-hmm. apart energy. And I think that like the second that you pop up and the second that you start holding everyone at bay, like... Uh, the, the dock workers like lower their, all right, we got it. We got a cape here. We got, we got, we got somebody here that's going to deal with this. Thank you, Luis. I appreciate it. You do. You do your thing. <laughs> Thank you. So, we have a true iconoclast in our midst. Of course, the city's hero, Nick's, you should understand. We work in similar si- circles, you and I, both of us subverting the, the, the the toxic patriarchal society that we stand in. You have matcha in your beard. 
<laughs> just, just gotta pull it. He's like, no, that's beard oil. Mm-hmm. All right. Looks like looks like matcha. <laughs> he turns away for a second. <laughs> he turns back. I got it. There's this this beat, and she like does a little hop and like swings up onto the top of the pergola like one handed. It's just like you need to not do this, not here, not now. I would say that we were in our element and these people kind of came into our space, our safe space. And this is a public began... park, Asha. Exactly. It's public. I don't know what's going on. It's public. They're just mad about other stuff. They Maybe they should go and, and center themselves. What's, what's the, what do you think the other stuff is? <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you tell them what the other stuff is? They didn't call their banks fast enough to cancel their cards, which is an important part of the process. So it's I don't know that it's it's our fault necessarily that they didn't do the things that they were supposed to do. Right. I think she sort of like tilts her head a little bit and all the laptops and mobile phones just go dark. They fade away. They go into sleep mode. They're not like broken mm. or anything. Like that's not how our power works. It's like make it dark. Asha. Hmm? Please go home. And please stop encouraging people to divest themselves of their earthly possessions in the park. Okay. You're a very charismatic man and people don't always realize what they're signing up for with you. Right. Well, okay. So we're um we're we're canceling today's event uh due to misalignment of our chakras. Um everybody make sure you follow me on Snapchat to hear about our next flash mob. And as part of rectifying this uh event, uh, you are going to be making a substantial donation to Dockers Union Local 1938. Charity work is key in disrupting the structure of capitalism and patriarchy. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Nightingale? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, uh, yes. Um, Patricia, why don't you uh, give the doctors some? Uh, uh, and <laughs> uh, they. Um, <laughs> I actually just had the idea that they might have just been going to ATMs and pulling out money. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just so funny. It's like, oh yeah, just just uh, yeah, just cancel your card. We, we we've just been getting cash back at every store in the city. Um, such a such a such a inefficient fraud. Um, they have a bunch of of packs of gum and a bunch of twenty dollar bills that they got from in cash back. Um, they they I guess just give a big duffel bag of to the to the dockers, and then just scatter. And I think the dock, uh, I think Lewis from the Dock Workers Union walks up, like kind of like walks up, like um, hands off the baseball bat to somebody else, walks up, just kind of gives like a nod. Good looking out. Yeah, you too. I uh. 
You need anything on the docks, you let us know. You know we're around. Shall do. Thank Take you. care of yourself on the job, buddy. Oh, punch, you too. Punch on, like a punch on the shoulder. and uh, All right, everybody in the car. <laughs> Wait, nope, hold on. Your card's open. Ready, lunch? Lunch? <laughs> Back in an hour? We're going to hit lunch. <laughs> we're going to hit lunch. <sighs> and that is a, a round of anyone can wear the mask. Incredible. Classic. All right, so with that, I'm going to draw our next card. What is it going to be? What's it going to be? Ooh. It is Ooh, the ace. ace of clubs. So the ace is one of our special cards. The ace brings us to somewhere private. What this represents is um, this is perhaps a quiet meeting in a secluded park, perhaps an empty parking garage where you've agreed to meet under the cover of nightfall. Here the hero meets someone with inside information on people in power and gets an inside look at what makes them tick. This hero is where you learn how you can win and you learn how you can stop your enemies. Um, So I'm going to introduce a trusted confidant to the hero and describe where the hero meets them. This should be someone well connected to people in power, but eager to make the world a better place. Um, The king has not been revealed yet. When we when we were uh, the king of clubs, this person's uh, connection has not been revealed yet. So we are just going to introduce a character. We are going to um, play out a scene of like ordinary friendship, like a small a small moment of connection between the hero and someone who is a trusted confidant. Um, once I've done that, villain, you are going to um, also introduce potentially a little bit of foreshadowing. Actually, no, not yet. We we're, we save that for now. It is just. A scene between the city and hero that is a scene of friendship between somebody connected to, according to clubs, someone with powerful political connections. So I have to decide who I want that to be. Because our king, um, to foreshadow it a little bit, the king uh, represents always represents uh, someone who is an enemy to the hero. They represent mm, someone right. that is not necessarily the grand villain, but is someone in a position of power who has the ability to change the world and has chosen not to, and thus an enemy, someone who is evil. Um, and the clubs represent someone who is has great political connections. So this is, I am going to say... What pops what's compelling to us? Is it a political beat reporter? Is it someone is it someone in a cabinet staff? What's the what's an what's an aesthetic that is um in, it is compelling to us about this character? I mean, I don't know whether it's just like given current but like a staffer at like cap like city hall mm-hmm. or whatever, like somebody who is present and involved but maybe overlooked, definitely underpaid. That feels good. That feels really good. That feels great. I think this is a um this is a campaign organizer. This is somebody that facilitates a lot of the um like canvassing efforts for various political for various political and election campaign efforts throughout this throughout Ackerman City. For one of the one of the dominant political parties, this is a this is the organizer for some of that grassroots efforts, which is to say they are constantly overworked and trying to to send people out into city parks to to get signatures on 
petitions and they are just constantly exacerbated and underpaid and overworked. Mm-hmm. Their name is uh their name is Charlie Charlie Zamir is their name. They them pronouns. Uh and Hero, what is your what is your relationship like with Charlie? What is your what is your what is your connection to Charlie? I think there was possibly an incident a run in where I helped them out. And I hadn't maybe had much luck with the political side of town keeping out of things, but like actually having a conversation. It's like, oh, somebody who works at City Hall does care. And it's like, this is a person who can give me faith, who does give me faith that the political system isn't mm-hmm. unsalvageable. It's like, oh, the per- it, you are the lawful good to my mm-hmm. chaotic <laughs> sort of a vibe. Just like some people play in, have to play within the rules. And I respect the the way that they do that. Yeah, I like this. I like that a lot. I think um, you are meeting. Where where do you meet? I think there is. I think that that like maybe they have they have called you for coffee. Mm-hmm. Um. At. Let me look at my neighborhoods. It is they are they they have called you to one of the coffee shops in Glitter Springs. As like, mm-hmm. and it is uh, it's a coffee shop that is owned by a tax accountant service. Okay. Um, which is to say, it sucks. Like the coffee mm-hmm. is bad. The vibes inside are 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 rancid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, they, but it's the main. But it's the main coffee chain inside of Glitter Springs. So they have called you in. Um, there's nothing going on. So I think that they're they've they've they've. Let me ask: Do they do they know Nix? Do they know Rianon, or do they know both? Hmm. I think I don't think they've been fully trusted to know my identity because I don't want them to be in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, they know I have a civilian identity. I do not run around in the the hero outfit all the time which to that end i think the outfit right now is very uh elizabeth Solander in uh, girl with the dragon tattoo like dark makeup smeared over the top half of the face mm-hmm. um and just like baggy hoodie with the hood all the way up just really just sort of like just looks like a really tired goth i like that i love it a lot and so i do want to throw this briefly so so are you inside the coffee shop? Are you meeting on the roof? Like, what's the, where are, where, where have you arranged? I think they've called a meeting. They've called like a, not a meeting so much as just like, like a coffee chat with you. Where, where are you actually drinking the coffee? I think on the roof, uh, underneath, um, of the roof of this one place. There's like, there's like roof access from within Mm -hmm. the place. Uh, I'm not expecting anyone else to go like parkouring and stuff. I'm just like lent against um like the um either the cooling like one of those big exhausts for like the air conditioning I I mm-hmm. um but in the shadow cast by that and I am drinking coffee from a significantly better place uh back in the vibe <laughs> and I have brought a to go cup for them and um this question is for you Zach 
what is the um what is the political issue running through Ackerman City at this exact moment that is the absolute bane of Charlie's existence? Like what are they actively canvassing for, campaigning against? What are what is the good fight that they are fighting that is absolutely running Charlie to the end of their rope? I think there is a um another of the Ackerman siblings is now running for mayor in addition to the CEO of Vantage Technologies and the president of the college they're now also trying to to get they were mayors before and now they're trying to to like one of them is trying to be mayor again mm-hmm. Like we finally got out of having a true like a fiefdom in this city, and now they're trying to to get reconsolidate their family power again. And I think yeah, so that's the that's that's been the issue. And I think Charlie has called you in for coffee, and you find them on the roof. Like they do the thing where they don't think anybody is watching and they have just let their entire they're like leaning on the 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 edge of the roof right like there's a there's a little bit of a of a of a balcony or a a ledge for them to kind of rest their elbows on and they're doing the thing they've got the coffee in front of them and they're doing the thing where they don't think anyone is looking so their entire body has just sagged and they are just like just kind of like slouching and then they see you arrive, and they straighten up like everything's fine. I sort of cock my head to the side as I take that in and come up next to them on the wall. I take away their shitty coffee from here and hand them a better one. Hey, Charlie. See, this is why, this is why you are a superhero. Is because you you save you save the days. Uh, you saved. You have saved my day yet again. This is why you are the greatest superhero the city has ever had. Mm-hmm. I'm contractually <sighs> obliged to only bring black coffee, though. Gestures to outfit. If if I had known that, I would have gotten cream. It's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> I, fine. It's an acquired taste. I, I, I pull out a put some creamers from my pocket and just if, tap them to This is... It, it, it's... You know, it's... Hero heroism is being prepared to make the really difficult decisions, and you have been prepared to make a difficult decision today. So I'm going to put some cream in this coffee because, oh my god, that's fine. Ugh. You have not offended my delicate sensibilities by putting creamer in your coffee. I do appreciate that. Whew. What's going on with you? Ah, uh, just figured I could use a use a, a minute away from gestures at the skyline. <sighs> Figured if you were on the job, you could probably use the same. Never, uh, never not happy to see you. Especially if it's just catching up. I appreciate that, my friend. How's the good fight? Still fighting. Um, you know. So I'll do a little half shrug. It's all like, I don't want to talk about how bad my day might have been when I can see you're having a worse day. I think I throw the same shrug back at you, like, mm-hmm. eh, you get it. Same shit, different day. Same shit, different day. We got clowns running for town hall. We got weirdos in capes, present company excluded. 
That's why I don't wear a cape. Grins. The work continues. Okay, but really? I mean, I'm not going to ask if you've got any dirt on Lucian Ackerman. But I'm just going to, but I'm going to leave it in the air that if you come across anything. Uh-huh. Grins a little bit bigger. I'll, uh, I'll see what get, you know, people are leaving, like, laptops all over the place. Let's see if I can, uh, if something just happens to find its way uh, into my grubby little hands. I appreciate that. I mean, you know, it's not something that I asked for, because obviously this conversation never happened. But No, no. But if I was to find something with sensitive information, it seems only fitting that I return city property to a trusted member of, you know, Starfare. I, I really do appreciate that. And of course, if I find any information myself, you know... I- I would trust it to uh, a trusted guardian of the city. You know? Love to be trusted. Love to be trusted. And I think that there is just genuinely a moment of, like, I think their their shoulders slouch a little bit, and they kind of look, look in, look in Nix's direction to kind of be like, hey, if you need to, if you need to slouch, this is a chance to have a slouch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, uh, the the invitation is taken, and uh, just that same sort of like slight, <sighs> like so- strings being cut kind of a vibe, just like letting a little bit of the tension out. And I think that we close the scene just with this long shot of these two people just both allowing themselves to just feel the weight of mm. their respective fights, hap- like feel that for a moment, mm. and we close our scene and draw our next card. All right. This is the Ten of Diamonds. Ooh. So the Ten of Diamonds puts us somewhere in danger, and this brings us to, I believe this brings us to the docks. Yeah. All right. What is going on at the docks? Um, This is um, pulling a detail from my beloved city of Philadelphia. This is the... um, this is the USS Galactic Bastion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a large, this is a large World War II looking battleship that is d- kept at the docks. Um, mm-hmm. And it is called that because it did defend, it was part of a defense against an alien invasion in the 19, 19- like in the, the post-war years, like the 50s, 60s, this was part of a fleet that fended off an alien invasion. Jeff, you could literally tell me anything about the city of Philadelphia <laughs> and I would be like, meh, tracks. Uh, admittedly, I don't believe any of our ships fought an alien invasion, but there are several World War II battleships uh, kept at our local docks, and I love them a lot because I love looking at old-timey ships. And I think, but I think the added detail of this ship, this this fleet was commissioned because oh god, there are aliens and like whatever 60s naval superhero there is like had a mm-hmm. had a had a boat had a superhero boat i love that i should have commissioning a fleet and the fleet is one ship because that was all i could afford <laughs> it's one ship <laughs> this is the fleet so this is um just a massive like 
almost the size of an aircraft carrier, but it's like a single battleship. Mm. Um, decommissioned, largely acts as a museum now. Um, and sure enough, there are people walking around it. There's a there's a handful of tour guides, people like giving you know lectures about like uh, the, the engineering of this particular ship and the interesting ways that it uses um it used thermodynamic propulsion in ways that really like we see reflected in a lot of our modern infrastructure today it's really really a triumph of construction and engineering you know it's 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 uh remarkable how well it has uh stayed in place and we're getting all of this when something goes horribly wrong um there is a uh kind of a of a intercom turning on like a like a um, a squeal of mic feedback and a smooth voice comes over and says attention all crew and citizens visiting the USS Intergalactic Guardian today I'm sorry to say that the ship is now closed for business please make your way to an exit as quickly as possible and no one gets hurt. Uh, and as the last line drops, um, on various um, floors of the ship, some of the like museum goers um, like pull on like white uh, reflective balaclavas and pull out like submachine guns. Uh oh. Well then, and. We get a we get a shot of the um like the command deck because they're, st- they're stealing the ship, mm-hmm. um and there is a man in a white suit, Italian cut, uh and his head is the sun. Oh, and this is and this is Mister Brilliance. Uh, people start fleeing the ship. I think like leaning on the Ackerman City that we've made to, to so far. The exiting of the ship is not nearly as panicked as it should be, mm-hmm. as you would imagine. It, it is just another Tuesday. It is truly, um, this is a, a pulling on real life experience. I evacuated a restaurant due to a fire alarm this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the level of the level of annoyance that I felt in the air in that moment mm-hmm. is the level of like there's just people being like. Okay, fine. Are they gonna let us back on? Like, are they is are they just gonna steer away? Like, there's exactly one person who's like, uh, I ordered a cinnamon roll from the gift, <laughs> like from the concession stand, and I have not received my cinnamon roll, and I'm not leaving the general area of the dock until I get that cinnamon roll. <laughs> I do think so. Like the um, the the guys in the in the they're like full face masks. Like, not even there's no eye holes. They just are like. This like shimmery white fabric. Um, I think one guy does like just reach over the counter and pull out a cinnamon roll. <laughs> They're like, all right, single file, orderly lines. Come on, come on, come on. We got shit to do. All right, okay, okay. <sighs> it means I'm gonna have to stay here and make a statement. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right, all right, hands up. We all know the protocol. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh. 
with that, I think, like, uh, as people start to make their escape and the ship starts to move, or Zach, roll me 2d6. Yeah. Because this. The, yeah, the, the, the engine, like, turns, like, <laughs> like, turns over and begins to be on. Ah, oh, another six. Jesus. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Nyx, save the day and have a big hero moment as you do so. All right. So I think the masked uh, henchfolk are doing their thing, and one of them hears a tapping sound from a room that is just a closet, they think. I definitely did a sweep, and that was empty. So what the fuck? Um, Doubles back. Listens against uh, the wall and doesn't notice the light going off above them. And then their head gets slammed into the wall as Nyx appears next to them in the corridor. Uh, There's just like this dull thud of head hitting steel. It's just like, sorry, I am. I was in the middle of something (laughs) that sort of sets them up against the wall, Um, goes back into the room they were just in, which for some reason has an ice machine in there and gets a little baggy together and just like puts it on top of the hench person's head (laughs) and um, scurries uh, down through the halls to uh, the engine room and is going to, using a sharpened filament of shadow, just, like, cut the power lines down there so the ship is going to be dead in the water. And it's sort of like um, a single, like, a walkway where its safety light is. There's just this thin line from where the railing is. And Nick sort of, like, plucks it off the wall, runs her hands along it, and it becomes audibly sharp. And she just starts cutting through uh, electrical cables and uh, disrupting any system she can get her hands on down here until the boat stops. All right. So, okay. So at this point, did you do this before we left or are we like out in the bay now? I don't think we've gotten very far. Like we're still in like the harbor of, but it's, it's pulled away from the dock heading for open water uh, and then before it can hit like the line of buoys or whatever that like is the demarcation of now you're entering like not international waters but like the open ocean the engine just <sighs> but, 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 but. incredible um okay um i think one thing you notice as you're like cutting the engines is that they have been refitted um which i don't which was not announced was not a thing that was publicly made it like made public but it looks like the engines have been like upgraded of this ship ahead of time Uh, i will uh while i'm here as i'm disrupting things i will take note of any maker's marks i can find anything that might um be traceable as to where this new um, up engine upgrade has come from. Uh, oh, probably Vantage. I, I would think uh, mm. their their uh, auto 
or, or aqua dynamics um, <laughs> branch. The phrase aqua, aqua dynamics is just mwah, makes me very happy. Mm. So, yeah, so the so the um, the engine kind of dies, and there's a kind of a beat, and the voice comes over the radio again. It says, "I hope nobody leaned on a." Button clicks on. I don't know how to tell it to you, sir. It's it's just a mess down here. Like some crazed vigilante with a sword just went to town. Very strange. Nix. Mr. Brilliance, is that you? Don't you have college students to chastise? Don't you have better things to be doing with your time? Bringing history into the modern age, I think that's pretty noble of me. That's one word for it. They're in the engine room. <laughs> Clicks off. <laughs> and you hear, like, boots. Or I guess various. They were all in, like, uh, civilian disguises, so, like, sneakers squeaking mm -hmm. as, as a bunch of guys <laughs> run after you. Like gym shoes on a tennis court floor, on a baseball mm -hmm. floor. Yeah. Yeah, they they wax the floors of the uh, of the of the USS Intergalactic Guardian. All right, I go over to what looks like I am not a uh, aquadynamic specialist, but what looks like a fairly essential, like a, not like a battery, but like the spark plugs on a car, like something that looks like it's responsible for getting things going. I unhook it lift this thing up to my chest and then back into a pocket of shadow uh, in one corner and appear in a closet at my gym, which is always kept dark. So I always have a shadowy spot to come back to. And then I'm just holding this massive piece of ship equipment. And I'm like, maybe I could get some resin and make a coffee table out of this. <laughs> so you just bounce? I do. I just bounce. Because these guys are on a... And I will uh, call other authorities. Like, I am one person. I cannot take down a battleship. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, if it was nighttime, maybe it would be different. But it's not. Can I so. throw in... Can I throw in a detail? <laughs> Please! Um... You know, sometimes you, sometimes you, 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 sometimes you sit out, you stare at Chekhov's gun for a very long time, and sometimes you, oh. you pull that trigger immediately. I think we yes. do get, I think we get a shot after you bounce, like a moment passes, and two of these guards, uh, in their sneakers are squeaking, running with their, with their guns, and then just like, I think they are. I'm trying to decide what's the funniest thing to smash someone in the head with. <laughs> I think I think it is fully that like they just are like they they turn a corner and are promptly just like whacked in the head with two by fours and they just crumble as two dock workers just stand over them like all right that was easier than I thought and like we just see a number of our dear beloved friends at dock workers local one nine three eight like walking the hallways like staring at wires like. Why did they cut the damn wire? Damn. This is going to take a week for them to fix. 
Get electronic, get electricians local 69 on the phone. Tell them that they're going to be working overtime for a couple weeks. That They're, they're going to be yelling at somebody better for them to yell at us. <sighs> uh, next, we are even because this is going to be my ass for a little while. All right. Do a sweep on the lower levels. Let these jabronis, you know, they're going to be firing off guns, lasers. I don't know what they have. You know the deal. All right. Time to make the donuts and, like, get to, like, rears up another two by four like a baseball bat and mm-hmm. proceeds to, to cash in the, the favor that they promised to Nick's earlier, like, eh, if it's going to be bashing some supervillain hench people with, uh, uh, with boards, that's not the worst way for us to do the thing. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I mean, I, I do think Mr. Brilliance... For all that you have succeeded on foiling his plans, I can't imagine he gets caught. No, I think he. Oh no, no, absolutely not. There's a chopper that comes and picks up him and the top level of his henchmen. Sick. Um. Yeah. And so, like, like we see them get like we see them the dock the ship pulls back into the dock. People are let on. Our poor, our poor, our poor tourist gets his cinnamon roll. The dock workers like are walking off grumbling. We see some very, very tired, annoyed-looking electricians walking onto the ship, and that is the <laughs> end of our round. <laughs> Incredible. Seems like everything's coming up next. It does. And in Look. fact, um, right now, um, a thing to, two things to note. One, you have two points of inspiration. Inspiration hmm. can be used at any time to force the villain to roll an additional die. Okay. So Ooh. if you are, like, out of your comfort zone, like, you've got some energy because you have inspired the city and you can really, like, tap into those reserves to roll extra dice. Or you can use that at any time to ignore an injury if you were to receive an injury. Um, injury happens when you don't roll especially well in a roll. So it allows you mm-hmm. to, like, offset some of the harm that comes from being a superhero and also uh, push yourself to go further and get better results as needed. Cool. You also have a renown of two. Every time you save the day, which is most of the time, as long as the hero's high result is not a one, your renown goes up by one. That means that that you are more and more well-known through the city and your reputation has grown higher and higher and higher. We'll talk more about that later. Ominous. Very good. Oh, hell yeah. The king of diamonds has made himself apparent. Ooh. what does it mean, Jeff? What does when, it mean? When we flip the king, we go somewhere protected. There are places in this city that ordinary people will never go. Places far removed from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. These are the halls of the rich and powerful. Those with money and influence to change the world and who choose not to. These people are not your friend, hero. Here, the hero is confronted by someone in a position of power. Someone cold and corrupt, but untouchable. At least for now. This person will do everything they can to interfere in the hero's plans and hold them back from helping people in need until the hero can find a way to stop them. So when we arrive here, um, we hand this over to our villain, Zach. Talk to us about someone in the city who has great wealth and status and the corrupt deed that they have done to attract the hero's attention and why the hero cannot stop them yet. Okay, uh, and is this the diamonds? Is which which? Um... This is someone with great wealth and status. It doesn't necessarily need to tie to the neighborhood of diamonds, but like, oh, okay, this is just a person who is wealthy and like and famous within the city. 
All right. Uh, then I think, I mean, you, we brought him up before. I think it's probably Lucian Ackerman, mm-hmm. who is the youngest of the, the three siblings. So the uh, the one thing that I want to think about is that we is that because we have the ace of clubs in play, we did say that Lucian was running for mayor and might be someone with political connections, which might mean that might be might represent one of our other kings. Oh, I see. Um, because uh, what's going to happen when we Ackerman. what's going to happen when we when we flip the king of clubs is that uh, we're going to watch that watch Lucian Ackerman's downfall as. Charlie reveals critical information to Nix, and together you take them down. Okay, in that case, yeah, we'll we'll do the oldest Ackerman, who is the CEO of Vantage uh, Mm -hmm. Technologies, who would be, what do you think is a good name for a super scientist? Uh, Or at least a guy who pays super scientists. (laughs) I watched the fall of the fall of the House of Usher not that long ago, so I'm just like all of the names that are immediately in my head are just from that. Usher Ackerman is good. Usher, Usher Ackerman is good, is good yeah. actually. Yeah. Um. So okay, and this is this is um, some sort of uh, corrupt thing that's coming to yes. to Nix's uh, yeah. knowledge. Yep. Okay. Um. I think we've got him in his in like the top floor of the vantage building Mm -hmm. um, which is the tallest building in the city it is an immediately unmistakable part of the skyline um it's like i what is the venture compound in new york is is that a is it's the it's the original venture compound that was the v right yes yes okay but it's got it does it's a it's a tall skyscraper that has a V on it. And right. That V is gold. And he is standing in the center of the V, uh, which is where his office is, looking out over the city. Um, and he says uh he's like talking to well, maybe some board members or some some researchers, and he says, How did uh how did the supervillain find out about the uh, upgrades we'd done to the Intergalactic Defender? And like, I don't know. They were classified. No one should know about them. Like, and yet, he tried to steal it the day after the retrofits were finished. Does anyone not think that that's a little strange? This is important. If we can make this old warship better than any other warship that is currently being built. Just imagine the grants, the funding that's going to start rolling in from the military. This was like, uh, yeah, the, I mean, the U.S. military is, is, you know, always looking for, like, no, I didn't say the U.S., any military. We don't need to be shackled by patriotism we just need to make the the future of warfare more vantage. And I'm not sure how Nix is finding this out. Um but it sounds like they're they're trying they they were also working on the uh the ship to as like a um prototype. Mhm. Mhm. 
to go into. And I don't think that they've been in military stuff before. But they're trying to get into into like military technologies. Mm-hmm. How does Nix find this out? Good question. A listening device is fun. Listening device is very fun. Yeah, there is. Um, it's embedded in the V, so the shape of the V itself acts as like an amplifier. Um, in the same way that you like put a mobile phone in like a cup or something to make it louder, uh, if you're using its external speaker. Um, just there's a little microphone in there, um, and it's like a split screen, like a diagonal split screen, comic book style of this conversation happening and Nick's at home in their pajamas, eating a bowl of uh, ramen. Just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Just listening to it. Like, has it running out of the shitty laptop uh, she's got in front of her, eating noodles like, oh. Fuck. And the real is like, what am I going to do about this? So. Mm-hmm. And so um, with that, We've we've noted down the uh, we've noted down the hero the the villain the enemy's name we have noted down um, what they have done and what they are building towards and we are going to see echoes of that reflected every time you find yourself in and around the docks in and around the you know we see we see we've seen these sorts of like uh, warfare technologies and we see these kinds of warships being built right we get this overarching mm-hmm. shot of the docks and we see these kinds of warship technologies and these big v's being like these we see the, these big vantage v's on a lot of the like shipping factories in factory harbor so um the echoes of usher ackerman are going to be seen every time you were in the docks what that means is that for now you are rolling one fewer dice when you are in the docks, which brings that number from two down to one. Gotcha. The exception there, there are two ways that that can change. Either you obtain the enemy's weakness, which is represented by drawing the ace of diamonds. Either somebody tells you what, what will bring down Usher Ackerman, or you uh, find an ally and you, and you, and that ally sacrifices themselves to stop the enemy. You draw an ally whenever you draw a jack, and any of your and the jack of diamonds can sacrifice themselves to stop the enemy. You can choose gotcha. to make that happen, but that means that you lose the your ally, uh, and you have a tragic scene of watching an ally sacrifice themselves, in yeah, whatever gotcha. sense you want that to look like. Mm-hmm. But for now, we feel. I just our want next to say part. how cool the echoes of Usher Ackerman sounds like. Doesn't that, that is... sound cool? <laughs> That's fucking sick. Um, All right. Note to August episode title. Let's flip <laughs> our next card. The Eight of Clubs. We have not been to clubs yet. That's exciting. The Eight of Clubs. This brings us to Glitter Springs. This brings us to our affluent suburbs. Um, This is Cheshire Street. This is a row of... It's like not McMansions necessarily, right? Like it's not, they're Mm. not, you wouldn't describe the houses in Glitter Springs, even on Cheshire Street, which is like the, like the street. It's not Main Street, but it's kind of the street in Glitter Springs. Mm -hmm. 
you wouldn't describe them as mansions, but you might not describe them as far off. Like, this is during the holidays and, like, during, like, the 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 start of autumn like this is gets a lot of foot traffic in ackerman city because Uh like the light like the sheer number of lights that they put up is mind-blowing but Uh at the same time like you see you know uh private security neighborhood watch cars also driving up and down the street like it's one of those things of like yeah come look at our lights but you know Go home then afterwards. Like, (laughs) like that, like, so like, that's the vibe that is unfolding here. It is a, it is a, a, Uh a a difficult, like it's a, it's not great. And like, it is, it is wealth and wealth inequality embodied in a single street in a single house. Gotcha. So what is happening here? Um, I think. One of those private security cars is um, like parked on a corner and there's a guy kind of leaning over it and chatting with the driver. The guy who's leaning over and chatting is a guy in a lightning bolt costume and he, he's, he's a member of the, of the henchman labor move, movement. Uh, he's got like a, hi, my name is, and I hench for lightning rod. Um, uh, lightning Rod is a guy named Rod who shoots lightning. Um, oh <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I, I, I see, I see what he's going for. I get it. Is does it is yeah. does he? So is it like that? He's is he also a lightning rod, or is it just that his name is Rod? So he is actually played by Rod Sterling. Oh, okay, Rod Sterling. <laughs> okay, uh, sure, sure, okay. Um, it's, it's kind, kind of, of an like aesthetic, the, kind uh, of an aesthetic. It's so it's it's not really a a literal and metaphorical. It's just kind of a it's a sort of a play. It's more playful. I fired lightning at you. You oh uh, you fire light. Oh you fought you you fire yes, lightning. Yeah. Well, this is not lightning rod. This is one of lightning rod's henchmen. Um, <laughs> this is curious saying like. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you join the, you know, the henchmen's union, it's, it's really great. We can, we can, uh, negotiate for your, for better benefits. Uh, we can, um. Now, now, now you're saying that this is the henchmen's union is private security, like included, like, you know, I want to make sure like, I don't not filling out paperwork and wasting my time. Private security is the first kind of henchman. Okay, I, you, know? you know, I never really stopped to consider it like that. That's a really interesting perspective. Thank you for breaking that down for me. Yeah, we got private hens. We got private security. We have private military people. Blackwater is a major. Uh, now, um, I'm, I'm picking up a vibe based on a lot of what you're saying. And I do want to confirm something, which is that, like, you know, if I, as part of my job requirements, um, engage in. Uh, like takes a swig of Mountain Dew. I engage. I shoot somebody in the head. Yeah, <laughs> that's you've got guys to like. Oh, we've got guys. You got. Yeah. You got. I don't. I because like. Let me tell you. Like, it's not the. It's not the disposal that is. You know. It's not like it's a gross thing. Like I'm. I'm. I'm fine with the viscera. It's just like, you know. It's a time thing, and, like, I'm trying to really, like, focus on my the job responsibilities that, like, bring me light and bring me joy. So, like, is this... Of course. Is, and, like, just being able to, like, delegate, that's going to be huge for me. 
Yeah, we've got this. We've there's, there's an agency that we're that we've got a good working relationship with. They're called Wolf. They handle all of that stuff. Uh, I thought you were talking about lawyers, which we also have. We have very good union lawyers. Uh, this um, is. It, I mean, this is this is great. This is great. <laughs> I think. I think yeah, I also do. I mean. <laughs> I also do want to do want to throw in the detail that a doorway blows open at this moment and two private security guys run out with stuff. Run out of wait, what? What? Wait, which door blows open? I think one of the houses, like a door blows open, and some of these private, like this, this car of private security guys are in fact robbing a house at this moment. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Double dipping is—it's a henchman uh, tradition, you might say. Okay, okay. See, now that's that's great to know because, like, obviously we've got our arrangement, and you know, this is—I was worried that this might be seen as a conflict of interest or like a you know breaching of protocols. But like, I assume you've got that in your bylaws already, correct? Listen, we work for lunatics, you know. At any point, they could just snap and shoot somebody, and so we get certain benefits to to outweigh that. And part of that is skimming off the top. This is honestly, um, hey, 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 fellas, hey, uh, Knuckles, Crazy Eddie, I want <laughs> you to meet. What is, I'm sorry, I know you're you're working for Lightning Rob. What is your name? My name is Gary. Gary, this is Gary. <laughs> Everybody, this is Gary. Um. My name's my name's uh, shoot him in the head, Rick. It's so nice okay. to meet you. It's important to front load your interests. Yeah, you know I, you you love what you do. You're never gonna work a day in your life. Yes. Well, you know, don't tell the bosses that they'll pay us less. <laughs> that's that's uh, between you and me. That's working class humor. Um, yeah. Uh, we should. Here, ha- um, yeah, I think maybe Nick shows as Nick appears. She's like. Have my card. <laughs> I re- thank you. This is so. I'm. I'm. We're. I'm gonna follow up. I'm gonna follow. Hey. Um. Uh. Knuckles. Knuckles. Can you open up the Asana? Can you open up the team Asana? Can you put a follow up to follow up with with Gary? I'm gonna give you the card. Knuckles like has a tablet and has already opened the task management software. Is like, yep, yep. Do you just want me to put a deadline on that for uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yeah, sure, totally, totally. Tomorrow. Uh, the medium price. What's the t-shirt size on this? Is it medium? Medium? Medium. Okay, cool. This is great. This is great. We're really, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> yeah, we're we're starting new contract negotiations in April, so you've got a you've we've got a good contract locked in now, so you'll get those benefits, and then you'll be able to come to the table with us on April Nick, to help us e- even increase our stuff. We're, Nick's has been, been standing talk- here for a yeah, decent. No, no, a decent I've been listening. I'm, I'm like I'm a, sat on across the, the street. Of- there, there. Across the street, there are a bunch of lightning rod henchmen who are just stealing electricity from houses. Yeah, I'm just sat on the roof of this car that this conversation is happening in, or at, uh, just like sat on top of it while this conversation is happening. I've been here for a little bit. Zach, roll me 1d6, unless, um, unless Jade, you want to add extra dice to that. No, I want to let this one ride. All right, roll just... me 1d6. We'll see how this plays out. Me or Zach? Yep. Cool. That is a four. A four? Okay, which is just a kind of classic success. Yeah, save the day. Um, so what? So, so that means that, that you save the day, the people that are in danger, whoever we feel like that is in this minute, I'm not really sure who that is. Who is in danger? <laughs> 
So what plays out from here? <laughs> You're sitting on top of the car. They're having this conversation. I'm just trying to work out where Nix's view, like, okay, I do support labor rights and the union, pro-unions. I do not know how to feel about the casual disregard for human life. I do approve of henchmen skimming off the top of their illicit activities that they're doing at the behest of somebody more powerful. It's a com- I'm conflicted, is what I am. <laughs> um, I think actually it starts like that. Like, Nick's just sort of like, you know, it's moments like this that I'm really not sure where I sit. I mean, literally, I'm sat on the hood of a car. But, you know, what is my role here in this? Can I get one of those cards, Gary? Uh, yeah, I mean, are you interested in henching? No, but it is always useful to have a name and a face and to know who to talk to. Oh, shit, it's Nix! Uh, he starts <laughs> running. <laughs> shoot him in the head. Rick gets a gun. Uh, this is the part of the job I love. <laughs> <laughs> like Lee does like like hops up you, you hear the window rolling down slowly it's like it's i like, am just imagining sh- shoot him in the head rick being played by rob McElhenney. i have to say <laughs> I, I do love that and it's like <laughs> leaning out of it's like finagling his way over the window and like cocking the gun and like is i getting just take the-, the gun i just take it I, I'm just like no, what are but- you doing no. Yeah, no, that's fair. You know what? I it... just like I um I unload it. I like eject the magazine. Just like that no, Rick. Would, it would have been faster if I just got out of the car. But like I thought it Maybe. would look so cool if I like came up and just one, you know, between the eyes. It... And now you've embarrassed yourself in front of your buddies. I'm not. I, no, I know. I mean, you know, like that's that's that. Uh, hey, are you gonna put that stuff back? <sighs> How much of it do we have to put back? How much is covered by their insurance? I mean, okay, so like, from what I can gather, uh, hold on, I'm actually gonna, I, I am actually, and like, kind of falls backwards, <laughs> does like a very uh, efficient roll, like a very, a very smooth roll, stands up. So what I can figure is like, our job was all covered. I'm not sure about the lightning rod, guys, candidly. Um... And like <laughs> one of the lightning rod guys comes out with a lightning gun and just shoots at Nix. <laughs> I think I sort of like roll off the car uh, <laughs> and uh, I fall into the shadow being cast by the car and then like arrive, uh, drop down behind the guy who just shot me and just like, no. <laughs> like, do we have to do we have to get involved? Is this like a are we should we? Uh... Are we trying to kill Nix here? I mean, they shot at us, kind of. Like, what's what's our role? And I think crazy, <laughs> crazy. And he's just like, honestly, maybe we just sit. At, maybe we sit back and we see how it goes. And we like, we you know, we 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 go after whoever wins. Right? They're weakened. That seems like you know, passive path of least resistance. You know, why are we exerting ourselves, Eddie? I don't know why you have the name that you have because you are so wise. And this is why we I, love I, you. I like the idea that, like, Nix deals with the lightning rod crew, um, but it does feel like the private security guys aren't hurting anybody. My job is not to defend private property. That's not why I'm in the city. It's more like, 
siphoning electricity can then be used to hurt people. So maybe we don't do that. That seems fair. Um, I just really love the notion of that. It's the sort of humor I like where you cut to like um, a hero doing like a villain's tax return or whatever. Like, well, here's mm-hmm. your problem. Like, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, just the notion of a peaceful discussion. I was like, look, if you were just here talking to labor movements, I could let it slide and just go home. But you are stealing electricity, which is a public service. So really, you're stealing from the people. And I can't abide that. And you did just shoot me. So. So we see this, we see this, uh, we see this fight go down. What? And I guess I want to say, like, what does it look like when Nix is fighting? I think this is a good moment to just kind of throw this out. Like, what is, what is the visual when Nix is in fight mode? Because we haven't really seen that yet. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining this is sort of like, uh, I think it was just because we were talking about like Halloween lights, but it is like. It's it's nighttime at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, and what you will see, it's a little bit Nightcrawler esque in the Nyx will like pop out of a patch of shadow and do um, a stripe with the tontfer or just like sweep the legs on somebody. A lot of those sort of like gr- uh, gorilla style trickier tactics, like pulling hoods over eyes, and it's like disabling, not looking to kill people. But it it's very much based on agility um, and disabling people. But you're very fast, very fluid, lots of parkoury style elements of just sort of like it's very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was like um, a full spread page in a comic, it would be like there'd be multiple images of her in different patches of shadow or emerging from different patches of shadow to do stuff. That's great. I oh, really yeah. love that. Um, and so we see the lightning rod goons get taken out as they've been siphoning this electricity. I think that the, um, I do think there's a moment where you're standing over them all just like beaten, all beaten down and defeated. And the three, the three security guys with guns are just behind you and they look and they're like, are we good? Yeah, sure. We're good. Can you, uh, maybe take credit for this? And, um, hold on. Um, if you need to disappear into the shadows or if like you have uh like a like a hearing thing, I know that like, you know, I've got I got earplugs I can I'm gonna put in so like just know that like it's gonna get real loud for a second. No 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 shooting. No 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 no. What if I shoot into no. the ground and therefore Why? it's like just the noise? Because it's gonna be a noise and they hear gunfire and it's gonna be a big thing. Hold on. Are you gonna shoot me, dude? This is my card. I think crazy, crazy Eddie comes up. Uh, goes up. I actually have blanks. If we ju- if we're just doing it for noise, I have blanks. I came. I brought. I brought some. You know, you can still, you can still kill somebody with a blank at close enough range. Well, right? uh, no, 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 no. I mean, we're shooting. I'm shooting the ground so that it sounds like we were doing. You know, you know, you do the the shoot in the air like I'm making a statement. I figure we would just shoot like a statement thing, not like at someone. She, no, God, Jesus, no. Just like a oh, bang, 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 get everybody's attention so we could kind of be like, we took out All these right. guys and this All is, right. we run this okay. neighborhood. Mm. All right. Okay, I can get down with a scam. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can live with, sort of a, I can live with. Sort of a grift angle. Ah, we've been, we've been, we've been run out of the, of Glitter Springs by the, the noble and valiant per, private security company. Ah! And they robbed, and they robbed that house. Everybody saw <laughs> it. 
<laughs> all right, now we all scatter. Yeah, they all get on a tandem by uh, motorcycle and drive away. <laughs> a tandem hey. motorcycle. Hey, hey, it's got a light. It's got a lightning bolt on the side. Hey, obviously, Nick's? that's how you know it goes fast. Nick's. Yep. Pleasure working with you. I I am still going to shoot you in the head at some point. I'm, it's bucket list item. You got to understand. Great working with you. Have a great night. We'll talk again soon. I'm going to get you. Got finger guns at your head. Eh, eh. All right, let's go. Let's go. They they start driving and like loudly over the speakers you hear. I think Jason Mraz. I think it's just like very chill, very chill, chill, chill bro music. Love that. That's that's, the train. Oh, I forgot what Jason who Jason Mraz was. And um, all right. Flip our next card. Our next card is the Three of Diamonds. We are back in the docks. Um, and what is... Um, so we are back in the docks. The docks have been marked by the hand of the Vantage Corporation. So I think this is a... This is a fully automated robotic fishery. Um, I think like, um, like bucket, like a truck or like, um, crates of fish are being like ripped open by robot arms and like the fish is being processed and there are like lab technicians walking up and down, like, like checking on things. Um, I'm going to throw in the detail, um, because we, this has been such a running thing in the docks specifically, there is a union strike happening outside. Because the deployment of this factory, like, violates some some labor contracts, and, like, um, I think that that it was a, like, unlawful, uh, like, there was an unlawful, like, layoff on behalf of Vantage of, like, several unionized employees that are now striking. And so there is, like, a union movement happening outside. Mm -hmm. Tensions are very high. Um, the lab technicians are just kind of like walking up and down the aisle, like checking things on their tablets. Um, and something is going to happen here. Zach, what is it?
Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!